for McDonald's and Holden. Welcome to Off The Bench. Top of the morning to you. Big warm welcome wherever you're listening right around Australia. You're with Off The Bench. For Maccas, you'll notice the great new taste of McCafe's finest coffee ever. The best blend of the McCafe drive through near you. And for Holden, magnificent end of financial year deals now on at Holden. Three years free servicing across the Holden SUV range. Today we're in Tasmania, at least old mate Pix and I are. We're in you're here for the Launceston game, Hawthorne and Fremantle. And we're at Macca's here in Kings Meadows in uh, Launceston. So if you happen to be down here, particularly all the Hawthorne fans, swing by and say day. We'd love to see you just down the road from the ground today for the big one between Hawthorne and Fremantle. Last night, a big win to the Cats by 26 points over the Crows and the Cats on top of the AFL table heading into this Saturday. As I say good morning and welcome to a man who uh, flew down last night and joins me this morning. I speak of Liam Pickering, better known in Tassie as Old Mate Picks. <laughs> How you going, Picks? I'm going well, Hutch. Good morning to you and good morning to our audience. Uh, it's a fraction chilly. Of course it is. We're getting there. Of course it is. The wind has got a sort of a biting sort of feel to Come it. Come on, stop your wind. It's a bit cold, but it's going to be right. I'm, rip- rug- I'm rugged up. I've got my hoodie on. going to be a ripping day here. One man, of course, who uh, only travels when he feels like it these days. I guarantee you, <laughs> before you introduce him, I guarantee you played golf yesterday with your country mates, all the dingbats from Warrigal. I guarantee if you invited him to play golf yesterday, he would have come he's, here. <laughs> he's here. But you're right. It's a poor strategy. As I say, good morning and welcome to the radio journeyman from one end of the dial to the other. Dr. Turf back in Melbourne. Good morning. Yes, morning, uh, Craig. Leroy, you're 100% right. Uh, there's no I in team. Why don't you travel, John? But there is an I in Rothfield. That's Why have it. you become Pavlich? <laughs> no, I would have. If it, the golf had been there and if Jetstar had first class, I would have been there. <laughs> but neither of those t- things were going to happen. I'll tell you what happened. He's got this new contract. He picks the eyes out of oh. what he chooses to do and not do these. I days. put it to He's you. He's got a slanted deal. I put it to you, sir, that you have been just bent over. Got handled the in the year. negotiation. Oh, shocking. Well, the you and Jody just got owned by Doc. The beautiful thing is that Chrissy G sort of represents both of us, Craig. The Doc's, Doc's yeah, right, I've point. got him working against you. The Doc's, the doc's a stay-at-home merchant, so he, uh, he didn't make the trip down. But the team's here. I'll tell you Everyone's what, here in the team, uh, but Buttons and uh, the doc back in the studio. Yeah, back in the studio. I, um, I will say this to you, Hutch. Yep. Where'd you stay last night? Barn Bugle. Barn Bugle, yeah. Is it Barn Bugle or Bugle? Bugle. Barn Bugle. Barn Bugle. Yeah. And everything you think it is and more, Barn Bugle. I know most most people in your sort of circle, Doc, have been before. You've been before, haven't you? I doc? have, actually. I think um, Nick Revolt's dad used to run it or used to work there. Well, Joe. Ed. Joe, yep. Yeah. Well, it's... Oh, it was my first look, and it's great, isn't it? Just loved it. I reckon it's. Uh, you hit him well too, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Seven <laughs> points in nine holes is not a great stale for score. They tell me <laughs> seven. Hutchie tried to tell me, Doc, earlier during the Tassie hour that he he was on a 452 yard hole. No, 467 par five. 467 and he drove off the you know with the wind behind him. 370 something. 362. 362. You this is what he's trying to get me to hit, believe, hit right? Hit pitching wedge in and had an eight. <laughs> <laughs> hit pitching wedge on approach on the second and had an eight. How many balls did you lose, Craig? Ten. Ten. In that's nine too, holes. That's, that's, not, too that's bad. not too bad. Wow. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> and I know you wouldn't play there until the snakes were hibernating. Yeah, yeah. the snakes worry me no end. Uh, but too cold for snakes at the moment. But what a fantastic spot it is there. Uh, I've, never, I've never been there. Matthew Phoebe might have helped. He did. He worked build that course. I think yep. you might find. You were invited, uh, Picks. No, I wasn't. No, you're right. You weren't. I wasn't invited because you texted me from the plane yesterday. I was on 11:30 with the <laughs> Hawks, and I said, "What time are you leaving?" He goes, "I'm on the plane now." It's 8:30. 
So Dorm, all my Warrigal mates were there, the, the whole crew, so well, it was great course. to roll. Hey, let me, let me ask you Over this. the past couple of years, uh, they've brought in a new rule to most golf courses, and that is uh, banning cigarettes. So yep. that, that would have really interfered with your game. <laughs> put John Daly off the tour. Yep, and, and uh, it pick, may have impacted on your golf a little bit. Well, Pick. How's this, Doc? Oh, Pick, Pickers is trying to roll out he's, that he's on the 5 2 diet. <laughs> right? That's yes, what he I'm, arrived this I'm, morning I'm saying. I'm aware five of the 5 2 diet. Yeah, five beers and two packets of cigarettes a day. Oh, that's it's not exactly garbage. how they intended it to <laughs> well, be. Actually, I think it's five days of eating. <laughs> normal you are, you have seriously gone on the five-two diet, haven't you? I have. I just want to strip a little bit of condition. You can't have two think, packs of cigarettes oh, in a five-two diet. And, and hundred beers is not really part of oh, the deal. Hang picks. on, hang on. <laughs> seriously, you blokes. No, it's it's not even funny, Doc. It's <laughs> not even funny. Well, put the golf on back there in the studio. No, well done, mate. You've gone to the doctor and he set you a five-two diet, right? Nice. Well done. Now, beer and cigarettes are ninety percent of your issue. Ninety percent picks. Listen, Hutchie, it's not, people you don't out there think you're being you serious. You don't eat at the best of times. Like, people are there's no point going off what you don't already do. People think you're being serious. Now, that's <laughs> of course a load of garbage. Can I put it to you this way? I'm at the airport yesterday. I'm with our calling team, Jack Everett and Peter Donnie. I thought we we're all staying at the same place. Yep. And I'm at the Best Western right last yep. night. The Fair Best enough. Western. Nice I thought spot. you were with me. And I said, Jack, where are, we, so where, are we, where are we staying? He goes, oh, we're staying at the Clarion. I had a look, 4.5 stars. Yep. Best Western, where old mate's staying? Yep. 2.5 stars. <laughs> Tell me how that worked. Oh, we got the last two rooms. Ambiguity, I think it might have been. Come on. Hey, uh, Doc. I think if they give up for a 2.5, and I assume this is the case with your Best Western uh, picks, yep. is if, have they got the little sort of uh, little uh, flap that opens down for the breakfast in the morning? I reckon <laughs> I that, that's the cutoff for the 2.5. I, I didn't see I mean, That's the sort of thing you'd say at Horsham. Yep. Or stall. I reckon there's only one KPI in a hotel. Empty minibar versus full minibar. Yeah, well, this one this what, was an in-between. When you go to a minibar and it's got a little capsule of milk. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. That's, and, about, uh, that's about par for And an empty jug that you put water in. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty much what we're rolling with. What's your worst uh, motel experience, Pix? Um, no, nah, well, I haven't really got one, Doc, to be honest. I mean, I think... We travel a lot regionally, Doc. We, is, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, we up in, where were we? We were up in going to Swan Hill, weren't we? And we stayed at no, 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 no. It was lovely out no, there. No, it wasn't yep. Swan Hill. It was the next <laughs> town. <laughs> he's, he's doing <laughs> a deal. He's clearly very, doing was, a deal there, Pix. That was well, a great spot. We, we weren't game. <laughs> we weren't game to leave our hotel. Let's move on. <laughs> I, went I, to a, to... I went to a motel in Tarang once, and there's a bloke's undies under the pillow. And talk about putting you off a nice night's sleep. <laughs> right, thanks for that visual this morning, everyone. At 13 minutes past nine. <laughs> hey, Doc, I was the Logies, right? Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Last Sunday. There's, there a few we things, go. there's a few things I want to get to. Well, uh, yes. But this, page 13 reports this today, right? You know I love page 13 pictures. I know you do. Alice Costa and the Herald Sun. Oh, where'd you do? Uh, they've written about what happened with the fight last week. You know how Lauren yeah, Phillips' Lauren brother. brother? Both, both yep. Phillips, yeah. Yep. So this is what they've said happened. Tell me if you think this it, it depicts the television industry well enough. Right, eh? Industry sources say Silver Logie nominee Malcolm Kennard, well, Kennard was, set off, was set off after seeing himself in a clip from Seven's miniseries Catching Malat. Some say the trigger was pulled when he saw himself playing Ivan Malat and he went all crazy-eyed. Oh. So they reckon he became the character uh, and, oh. went, and went nuts. The result, TV presenter Lauren Phillips' brother Bo got sucker-punched at Chain Warns Club 23. Now, for transparency, I wasn't there, so I wouldn't know whether that happened or not, but... Regardless of how Kenner got there or how security let him in, because he's in the opposition party, the Herald Sun reports, this is the aftermath, right? Yep. 
Dr. Chris Brown was first on the scene to check Bo's vitals. Hang on. He's a uh, vet. He's After a vet. He, what did he put vet. a thermometer up his jacksy? What good's taking his temperature up his Tijuana brass? How's that going to bring him around? <laughs> After he heard the sound of him, the sound of him, we shouldn't laugh, the sound of him in the ground, uh, reluctant to talk about his heroic ways, page 13 pressed the Bondi vet. This is what he said. All he would be quoted as saying is, how bodies work are all roughly the same. What, a dog and a person? <laughs> Seriously. Then oh. house husband's actor, Gary Sweet, Sweet. was on hand, cradling yeah. Bo. So the house husband's got the yeah, brother in the arms. Yeah. It'll be all right, mate. What? <laughs> and, then, and then who do you reckon were the two blokes that ran Malat or Malcolm Kennard out of the building? The two blokes that ran him out of the building. It would be a copper of some sort. Well, a runner and a, and a heavy man. And a, and a, who do you reckon they were? No, no idea. John Stephenson. Johnny Steph and Campbell Brown oh, and Campbell Brown. You couldn't script that. What could was you? Campbell Brown doing with the body logies? Oh, unbelievable! Was Chris Brown checking for fur balls? He well, was. What is the point of a? Well, he gave him a... stand back. I'm a vet. Stand he, back. No, he, 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 oh, no, they always say they're a doctor. Is there a, a doctor? Doc- a doctor in the house? Yeah, and he, woof woof. <laughs> <laughs> and old mate, old mate says, "Give him a flea collar. Hey, this will keep him away. <laughs> I'll keep him away." I'm, I'm reliably told, Craig, that you bailed by nine. I, yeah, I was crook. Crook, 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 or you're just actually, sick of the industry. I was actually ill in the bathroom, if you must know, and uh, oh, called really? it the night. Uh, yeah, no, I was no good at all uh, for a couple of days there, but that's all right. Hey, uh, Doc. Yes. Shane Warne. Had a big week, didn't he? Oh, nightcap. He, he got stitched up. <laughs> he got stung. Stitched up. Now, that's talk, gonna, about, that's talk gonna... about being unlucky. He calls into Bryn Edelston's apartment at 1 a.m., and well, lo and behold, the paparazzi are there. Oh, it's a sad yeah, that, state that, of That's affairs. a million to one shot, Craig. He said he was calling in for a nightcap. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you call it these days? A damn good nightcap, I reckon. <laughs> what I loved about this, Doc, was, I mean, the old booty call gone wrong. Uh, talk about the... He bowled the flipper the next morning. He, he thought, did, he did. He there's two the ways foot. I can handle this. I can wait for the pitches to be in the max. Which they reckon are going for about 10k a go. 10 grand. Or I can get on the front foot... And uh, flip it back the other way and say that he called in after a charity event. He got stitched up. <laughs> and he got. What, what's, what's weird about it, Hutch, is that. Remember, he, he hurt his shoulder and then his finger? He couldn't bowl his flipper. Bloody oath, a bit of time's given it. He's got it back. <laughs> He's got his flipper back. I tell you, I've heard it called many things, but I've never heard it, heard it called a nightcap before. <laughs> <laughs> a nightcap. I did laugh when I saw it. Come on, Warnie. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Worst excuses you've heard. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. But you're not buying the crazy he was selling picks, hey? No, no I am not. <laughs> now, I actually, I, I believe, and Doc, you'd be on board with this, I reckon. I believe that there's no doubt her or, or her publicist or whatever you want to call them has actually rung and tipped off the paps. I've got no doubt about that. Well, no, no, well, I, mean, I, I, he's I agree. He's got a bit smarter than that, but, surely. But why? I mean, oh, why well, was... maybe he was just calling in for a, you know, night to reflect on the, how the evening went and the charity and mm. see how much funds were raised. Oh, really? Yeah. Cup really? of tea. Yeah. Uh, a cup of tea. <laughs> oh, come in. Can I come in for a cup of tea? But we've all rolled out excuses for things, and we've all had seen people in the workplace or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. You're an excuse maker from way back. Yeah, well, everyone's an You're excuse maker. You're the old maker. alarm didn't go off, man. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, I know I am. <laughs> might happen this morning.
1-300-2355-48. Worst excuses or alibis you've seen people roll with. We'll take your calls next on the Kubota open line. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. 2355 48 Of course, uh, night for two at the Parkview Hotel to give away. Stunning city and park views, all with a short tram ride to Melbourne's constant shopping precincts at viewhotels.com. I, I believe, you know, I asked why, why strongman Campbell Brown yep. was uh, helping escort old mate Malad out. Yeah. I believe oh, he's Malat. Oh, he was, please. Yeah, he's an actor, Ivan, mate. That's not Ivan. really Malat. No, nah, he's old, old mate Malat because he went into character. Is it <laughs> Campbell Brown was Famo, or as we like to know him, Famo, Don't but Damien Barrett, he's plus one. So oh, Damo really? was that concerned that he was going to get a nomination that he, he brought in a heavy. Did he really <laughs> mistake Brownie. Club 23 for Belangalo State Forest? Oh, I think so. He thought that... Bo Phillips was nothing more than a hitchhiker. <laughs> right, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Worst excuses or alibis you've seen coming your way next. One three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Give us a call live from Tasmania today. You are with Off the Bench. The burning question for members' own health funds. With a members' own health fund, you're treated like a member, not a number. That's the important difference here with Members Own Health Fund. You're treated like a member, not a number. When it comes to your health insurance, why would you choose a company that just wants to profit from you? Join a Members Own Fund instead. Their number, 1-800-242-643. We'll put a bit more on our Facebook page too, facebook.com slash offthebenchteam to find out how to get in touch with Members Own Health Fund. You're treated like a member, not a number. And, of course, get online and get yourself the best health insurance. And, of course, it all goes back to the members, memberzone.com.au. We asked about uh, pathetic excuses picks or the worst yep. excuses you've heard after Warney rolled out the old uh, nightcap night <laughs> for popping into Brin's house. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Nothing worse than the old uh, nightcap going wrong when the paparazzi yeah. are out the front. Bloody paps. <laughs> At least it wasn't a, a husband or the next door neighbour like the Marshall commercial picks. <laughs> yes. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Uh, Glenn's in Glenroy. I'm not making that up. Good morning, Glenn. G'day, guys. How are you going? Is that one of the great radio talkback uh, names of all time, Doc? Glenn uh, from Glenroy? That got me into a lot, of, a lot of trouble once, Craig. How so? Can't really tell it on air. Right. Okay. Well, thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> uh, Glenn. Had a uh, gentleman that played football down our local football club, Ian Smilingberger Slugger Smith. And uh, we knew one day <laughs> hey. that uh, Ian... Sorry? Just give us his name again, please. Smiling Burger had, uh, had read the paper on one day because halfway through training, Ian Smiling Burger Slugger Smith went limping towards the trainer's room. And when questioned by the umpire, uh, sorry, by the coach, what's happened, Ian? Ian Smiling Burger Slugger Smith turned back and said, I think I've done me our chilies. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. I like it. <laughs> One, I, I like that nickname too. The burning, mm. yep. smiling burger. <laughs> Not bad. Burning Slugger. question for members own health fund. Uh, Tommy is in Roeville. G'day, Tommy. G'day, lads. How you going? Good, Tommy. Yeah, boys. I don't know if you can pick this one up. Uh, that Chris Smith, uh, Chris Brown, the doctor, he'd be laughing now because he can go on tour with uh, Serena Williams and uh, she's going to start eating dog food all the time. You can, he'll be there to fix her up. <laughs> and what was that about? <laughs> Thanks, Tommy. Sam's in Brighton. G'day, Sam. You um, know, had a few. Um, my uh, sons had a few people over to play one day, and uh, um, there's a split of about two boys, and uh, 
about six females and so um, six young girls and so uh, went very quiet in the room and I walked in and there's a what could loosely be described as a session of doctors and nurses. Oh. <laughs> How old were the kids at the time uh, there, Sam? Oh, young, young, young. You know, <laughs> yeah, like eight, not 20. Yeah. Yeah. What, yeah. Were their, what was anyway, their excuse? I said, what went on with you? And he said, the devil made me do it, Dad. <laughs> oh, he's a genius, your kid. Yes, Before his time. Bloody genius. <laughs> oh, Take your hat no, off too much. Doctors and nurses, eh? Next, Sam. Uh, Pete's in Parang. Good morning, Pete. Hey, good day, boys. Uh, just firstly, quickly to uh, Doc and uh, Pickers. I reckon if you ran this as a series based on the excuses we've heard from uh, your partner there, Hutchie, over the last few years, you could run about the next two footy uh, seasons and still have material left over. Mm, yeah, but nevertheless, I used to have, uh, I used to have a, a guy work with me many years ago, young Jace, uh, who forever was coming 15, 20 minutes later out in the field. And uh, eventually said to me one day, that's it, I'm going to do something about it. These trams keep getting in my way. That's why I'm always late. It's the trams. <laughs> uh, very good. Nothing wrong with being late every now and then, Craig. one uh, of As you know, uh, this weekend, or well, yesterday, I'm only on half the trip, but there's six Warrigal boys down here. On, yeah. uh, you found five mates. <laughs> miracle as it is from the old days. And one of the seventh bloke... Uh, ruled himself out because he had something on this weekend, picks, mm-hmm. even though no one had yet to tell him which weekend it was. Oh, very smart, very smart. So he made the card of saying, oh, i got something on that weekend, yep. before it had been announced that it was actually the weekend of so May the of 4th. So, of course, he didn't turn up. So if you're listening, Willie, back in Oregon. I was going to say, is it Roy or Maz? No, Roy and Maz are both here, picks. Tim and, and Willie's fact, not really interested in uh, maintaining the friendship, Craig. In fact, of, of the six of us stock, five, the other five blokes married... Eight kids between them, four of them. Yep. Uh, yours truly, no yeah. luck on any front. No, Marriage, and, and kids, anything. All of their kids. Girlfriends, th- nothing. All of their yeah. kids think of you as the, the weird Uncle Craze. <laughs> In the words of Malcolm Blight, you've had 25 years of bad luck. Let's keep it rolling <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> Just can't catch a break. <laughs> well, Tassie's the right what? spot for you, Craig. <laughs> oh, he is certain if he stays tonight. <laughs> Post game. Blight came up to me last night, Doc, in the... Uh, in the uh, Barn Burgle Sporty, the bar, yes. and had a chat about whether you were in town and whether Pix was in town. And then he asked what time I thought, given you weren't here tomorrow, you'd find yourself off the mark. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he had a feel for the show that it takes you 15, 20 minutes of prodding early to get off the mark at the best of times, little only not here. At 9.30, Pix, I don't think yep. we've seen the doc get off the mark yet. No, he's got off the mark He, yet. he searched for a single there, and the buttons he just did. didn't, didn't oh, go I, with him. Got me to tell you the Glenn from Glenroy story then. <laughs> no, no, let's not, let's not, John. Harry from Bunningyong. G'day, Harry. Yeah, g'day, fellas. Um, yeah, when I was a young lad, I was, um, you know, working for the Public Works Department, apprentice Ricky. Um, I used to have to catch a train in from Lilydale into a lot of their jobs in the Melbourne area and that. Anyway, I was, we had to go to footy train on the Thursday night and, you know, the boys had opened up the barrel and that and me being a young buck, I mean, you'd get pretty shinless lift pretty easy and cook the next morning. So anyway, make long story short, got on the train, I told them I got on the train, I rang me supervisor, sorry, I'll rephrase this, I rang me supervisor to say, I'm on the train and I can't get to work because there's been an incident coming out from Melbourne. That's all right. No worries, mate. That's all right, Harry. We, we understand that. And I said, so I'll be in Monday. Yeah, that's all right, Harry. No problem. Fine. You know what the bastards did? 
they bloody rang the bloody Vic Rail up at the time and said, has there been an incident out there on the Willie Day line? No. So I didn't get paid for that day. Oh, dear. Uh, Disappointing. That's annoying. That's very annoying. Uh, that happens, though, Harry. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight is the Kubota open line. With any reliable, dependable backup power, always use Kubota diesel generators. one three hundred twenty three fifty five. <sighs> 48. What are you laughing Seriously, at? Seriously, Doc, have you read this Media Week piece by James Manning on Hutchie? Uh, I've just commenced reading it. And, it is. And it is nauseating is the word oh, that springs look, to mind. James is a hell of a nice guy. He was down Good at the show last week. But he has done a whole feature on fat guts. And, oh, hey, hey, no, hey, I'm hey. serious. And some of this stuff is just... You've got to read it to believe it. Hey, picks. You've got to read it to believe it, Hutchie. <laughs> any, any, sentence, <laughs> any sentence that starts with, even as a nine identity. Oh, this crap. Oh, oh mate, it, is, it is disgusting. Well, I'll tell you what, page two. It's well written, but you talking about yourself. Oh, There's and, eight eyes in page two. I'm forwarding this around. He's got the nicest I agree to this. I thought it could show. I like to have fun on it. I come from the school that thinks it's okay. I, I, oh, I, 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 I haven't I, had a drink I, for 13. What about this one? I haven't had a drink for 13 weeks, and maybe that makes you a, a bit sharper and a little better at what you do. Well, I'm a country oh, boy. Come on! <laughs> it's just I am, I'm hopeless. I'm blessed being carried by these people. I, hey, listen, I, I, listen. I, when either of you have been named... Pe- Even as a non-identity. <laughs> I know, I read oh, please. Oh, leaning against the wall oh, without makeup on. That's your, that's your identity. Hey, listen, Pix. When either of you have been nominated Media Week Person of the Week, then I'll... I'll stop and listen. All right? Um, this is... Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It is awful. I'm going to send this. This is going around the country. I'm, the first bloke I'm sending to is Danny Frawley. Spud's getting that. He's getting hold of it. I just need his email address and away we go. Like, you are Righto. a disgraceful <laughs> one three, big noter. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. Give us a call uh, anytime you like. one three hundred. <laughs> 2355 40. Ironically, the third person self congratulated of the yeah, year still to come. Of course, it in is. In the hour ahead as well. More after this for Holden. Magnificent end of financial year deals. This is off the bench. Sports Flash for McClarty McShane. Expect more from insurance. Visit McClartyMcShane.com.au. That's it. Visit McClartyMcShane.com.au for your local brand's details. Let them offer you a comprehensive solution at a competitive price. McClarty McShane, and expect more from your insurance picks. And Don McClarty doing a magnificent job over fundraising. I've seen Ireland recently. Yeah, and, uh, doing very well. He's, just, he's everywhere. He's ubiquitous, Don. And uh, so are his oh, team. Well, a new word. And McClarty McShane. Right, picks. You what? go. You start us. You want me to go? Here you go. I'm All right, the one. Cats by 26 points last night. They had 33 scoring shots. Motlop, 24, kick four, put on a show. Geelong inaccurate early, but a steady flow of last uh, quarter goals saw them see off the Crows in front of a sold-out Adelaide Oval. The Crows now out of the eight. Melbourne mm. in. Oh, Doc's excited. Doc's very excited. As is Jason Day, who leads the Players' Championship by a shot Two. at 12 under. Hey, just He's 30, 13. Uh, although, if I was Shut watching, if I was watching the golf, okay. which I'm not allowed to, Buttons, I'd, I'd turn the golf off he, button. He leads by two shots. Then he's, he's just, 13 under. He uh, is. Three, well, there's no point me saying the rest. Anyway, Adam Scott's going well as well. Yep, that's it. And Tennis Australia boss Steve Healy has thrown his support behind Nick Kyrgios after he came under fire from Olympics chef de mission Kitty Chiller. Uh, Healy said his, that uh, Kyrgios' performance 
have been markedly improved and he's showing more maturity. Yeah. And it's unfortunate that he's been included unfairly in recent discussions on player behaviour that have not involved him. I'm not sure Kitty sees it the same way. No, and, she doesn't. And, she wants him in the team, that's she why. She gave him a backhander today in the Herald Sun. And John Millman looks like he might get the nod for Australia in the tennis and court who's he? for June 6th. Well, he's ranked 60 in the world. Big yeah, who is he? He's a, well, he's a Queenslander. Big serve. Oh, big serve. Everyone's a big serve. None of them can win, though. They're bloody hopeless. He's uh, He likes he's from Queensland. He likes the outdoors. Of course he does. Oh, come on. Fair dinkum. We're going to send across a real Band-Aid sort of setup to the Olympics. Yep. I'll tell so, you now. So that's the situation at the moment, and you can expect more from insurance with McLarty McShane. Time for... On Off The Bench, The Dig. I'm going to have a dig. <laughs> the last two clubs to announce their leadership groups this week. Who are they? The closer you get to round one of announcing your leadership group, the less confidence you've got in them. <laughs> Look, I'm going to have a dig at you, Hutchie. Doing a podcast on yourself. The Montague Street Bridge. I reckon it's lying about its height. When you're driving a truck or a bus, have a look at how many metres your bus or truck is. That bridge has always been through. It's not growing. The Dig. Visit the Dial Before You Dig website for handy information on safe excavation practices at double That's it. The Dig for Dial Before You Dig. The essential first step for any excavation and safe excavation practices, double one double o. Dot com dot au. Give them a call on double one double o during business hours. Get the mail and underground pipes and cables before you dig. Double one double o dot com dot au. Picks. Who would you like to Look, have a dig at? I saw this on the Channel Ten website yesterday uh, under the heading of firefighters rescue man's genitalia after he got it stuck in a ring spanner. Uh, Tweed Heads firefighters were on the end of an unusual call for help on Monday after a man got called them in distress saying he had got his erect penis caught in a ring spanner. I read on a bit further, which is fair enough. I mean, This is a true story. It's a true story. Yep. It was online yesterday. Yep. Uh, the man's appendage became stuck after it swelled up in the tool and was unable to remove it. Eventually, the sheepish victim went to hospital where medical staff placed the call uh, to the fire brigade <coughs> excuse me, to assist in the delicate operation by using a small angle, a small angle grinder to free Willy. A small angle grinder? Yeah. Really? Uh, to free Willy. Now, listen, old mate. I'm having a dig at you. Got to work. Got to work what? out the size of the tools. <laughs> You're going to be that silly. What? But to free Willie, I did like that. I have to admit. What about the uh, the fire chief Peter Sutherland? It's not said, unusual. Said it's not unusual. He goes, "What's equally bizarre is that uh, he wasn't surprised to get the call." Quote: We do quite a few of them. <laughs> oh, what? People shagging robots all of a sudden. <laughs> Pretty much. It's really dangerous because inevitably people leave it too long to come see us because they are embarrassed. We use a tiny ang- angle grinder that's air-operated and use measuring tape. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Imagine that that whole story is <laughs> got, got whiskers, whiskers on it. Got to draw the line at... Uh, yes, I'm having to dig at old mate that thought that he uh, would make love to a spanner. Sorry, basically. Doc. I draw the line at vacuum cleaners. Now, listen, I'm having to dig at you, Craig. I cannot stand... <laughs> really I cannot stand blokes in the media, in the footy media, who think they know about the intricacies of the game think they can coach, yeah. think they can cure clubs' ills and try and give coaches advice. This is Craig on Footy Classified the other night working at Frio. They'll play... The, the, this is what I would do anyway. Uh, this is what Ross will probably do. Minimalise oh, this is what This is what Ross will probably do because he's going to hear what I'm going to do. Honestly, Craig. Well, hang on a minute. The five things that we talked about on the show for Fremantle, one was rule five out for the season. Give me some ticks buttons, can you? Where's the tick? You got it there, buttons? Give him any ticks. Leave out. Going to encourage him. Leave out the foot soldiers like Barlow, Dawson, and others. 
Uh, play more kids this weekend. Pavlich, probably not a tick yet, but uh, he's... You want him retired hasn't, off? Hasn't travelled, no. And just to clarify that... You want I'm him retired off, middle of the year. I'm glad you've asked that. You said get rid of him now. I did not say you that. Did, bloody oath you did. At all. I said I his form it. is in great He's in great form and has never... He's not in great form. He is, but he's playing well. He's going he, okay. He's playing well. He's not going great. I said that it was no point in playing the whole year out and mid to late year was with the time to retire. Now, in further... Uh, he hasn't travelled this weekend down here to Tasmania. Looking at it more closely, the derby would be the best time for him to finish, which I think is around 18 or 19. Craig. Yep. And they could set that as their grand how, final pick. How naive picks. do you think we are? You sit yeah. next to Matthew Lloyd, whose brother He's works been... at the Fremantle <laughs> Doggers. He would have tugged your coat in the production meeting, and you've gone off half-cocked one, on a Monday night. Well, what do you think? 100% did not have that conversation. You we're imbeciles or something. 100% did not have that conversation. I will put it to you this way, Hutchie, that you have never had an original idea in your life so someone has fed you exactly those points that you've gone with. Not true. Well, you know it's true. In fact, I've got some heat over it about Pavlich. By who? Ross uh, oh, was asked about his press conference. Who's over it? Oh, oh, over it. Yeah, right. Like Listen, everyone takes notice of what you, you two. You two have got to get over the fact that you're TV viewers. Oh, here we go. Right? You've got a <laughs> bit of TV go. envy. At TV envy. They have TV envy. Doc, the fat got cancelled. <laughs> it's not coming back. It didn't get renewed. Honestly, Hutch. No, cash here, Robbo. <laughs> Right, just when just it came time, just when, when you're hang on, hang on, buttons, buttons, go again, Robbo. Now, when There's Doc no went cash. in and asked the ABC with Tony Squires yep. if they would review review the fat for a third season. Uh, the ABC said... There's no cash here. Here, there's no cash, right? <laughs> cash, no. Robbo? No cash. No cash. <laughs> Who's Robbo? It doesn't Robbo. work on the ABC. No, 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 cash. no cash. Robbo's cash. the program director. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. All right, I'm having to dig back at you guys for that. Uh, Have you got something to add or not? Oh, they lost, lost my way a bit there in the, in the end. That's our dig for Dale before you... I'll have one you. more dig at you. Yeah, go you, have you keep dig. going on at Pickers about how long-winded his stories are. Yeah, oh, have you heard this week's sounding board? I did. They had to cut it. 20-minute story, the Craig. Oh, it, it was such a great story about Mark Howie Howard and how I sold him in and Anthony Howard ended up doing it. And then he met his wife. Honestly, <laughs> a real snooze fest. It was terrible. Boy, I can't argue with that. It wasn't refined. God, it was a bloody awful, bloody story. It was a ship's horn when you know. Took, took five minutes. <laughs> took five minutes hitting it out. It was still, it was still it boring. It, was still, it, it took five minutes out and it was still yeah. three and a half no, minutes. You got, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm owning up to it. Uh, righto, that's our dig for Dale before you dig. The essential first step. Don't forget, too, by the way, our Choices Flooring Ultimate uh, Grand Final competition is on for Young and Old. Last week, North Melbourne supporter Spencer Matheson from Wallen in Victoria tipped 91 disposals correctly. We've got a $550 rug every week and a money can't buy grand final of a lifetime grand final tickets, uh, flights, accommodation, Virgin AFL Party, AFL Grand Final Footy Show and more. Uh, this week's players, just get your head around it. We'll get yeah, your... I've already done them in my own head. Birchall. 26. Hill. 23. Franklin. 18. Gorn. 14. And Stringer. 18. What's that? 99. 99 you've gone. Yeah. gone low I've got a week. pen, but I'm pretty sure. I know it's 99. 91 last week was the winner. And well done. Exactly 91, Spencer Matheson. Iconwin.com.au to enter. That's Iconwin. Pick the total points. Iconwin.com.au. While you're there, check out our Club Mandalay competition too. All you do is pick the total points in the Melbourne Bulldogs game tomorrow and you can win a round of golf at Melbourne's game, newest mate. golf course, Club Mandalay. At clubmandalay.com.au. I know. And what's next, Hutchy? What are we doing next? Third person, self-congratulated. What sort of a week oh. have we been for the posers? Huge. Does Ant and Woolley get a run? 
Oh, yes. We'll get to that in just a moment. Let's give him a run. He doesn't reckon it's real funny. Did you uh, did you hear that last Sunday? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that might be on your radar. He's now on my radar. <laughs> 100% it, and it's not very funny. That's right. Have you right. got that audio there, Buttons? Hey, that mm. Buttons doesn't know what you're talking about. No, we'll go to a break. It was really about off the record. It was. Didn't find it very funny. We but just no, pop blokes. It was funny. That's, no. he, he, he's a little bit of truck about it during the week, too. Yeah, well, yeah don't worry. He'll get some truck because he's now become my number one target. <laughs> right. I don't even know the bloke. More after this on Off the Bench. With Off the Bench right around Tasmania, of course, and around Australia. We are in Tasmania, but we are going we're and brought, we're at Macca's in Kings Meadows this morning in the corner of Opossum and Hobart Roads in Launceston Picks. Just down the road, of course, from the... Uh, ground today from Hawthorne and Freeman. Looking forward to it. And we're here for the new Commodore Black with a hen-up display and sat-nav. Just 39k drive away plus free order. It's a ripping deal, mm, Picks. It is. And of course the McCafe uh, flying beautifully here this morning at Macca's. It's time now for The third person self-congratulator of the year for John Allen Better Home Living will beat any online price on stocked items across the store. I'll tell you right now, I was an elite athlete back then. Well, with Nick, I, I realised a little bit earlier than everyone else that this wasn't going to work. Anthony Hudson has uh, just joined the commentary team. Good evening to you, mate. Rocco and Fanny come to me. Just had a text from Pat Rafter. Dr. Tiff, Dr. Tiff, Dr. Tiff, Dr. Tiff, Dr. Tiff, Dr. Tiff, Dr. Tiff. <laughs> That's it. Third person self-congratulator of the year is for John Allen Better Home Living. They'll beat any online price on stocked items. Oh, uh, jingo, they will. And, of course, the dock is now very much front and centre here with John Allen Better. We were shopping oh, there during I the heard, week ourselves. I heard him yeah. voicing ads <laughs> during yeah, the week. Yeah, he does a gift. Doing and a, me! <laughs> all under dock. And to Brendan and the team at John Allen Better Home Living, uh, earn some brownie points. Take the better half to John Allen Better Home Living at Knox Ozone today. That's Knox Ozone. And don't forget, too, they are also on iCanWin.com that are giving away a Nutri Ninja Slim. A what? A Nutri. <laughs> Say it again. Have one more go. Nutri Ninja Slim, paid at 99 bucks. Great for making your own shakes. Just pick the better performance of the week. It's called Nutri, isn't Carlton it? Carlton over the Neutral pies box. or Leicester winning the Premier League. Take your pick. iCanWin.com.au. You've missed, you've missed one here in your audio, I'm telling you. And every week, the best uh, entry sent in by the public. Yep. In this uh, third person self congratulator wins a WebEQ 1200 specialist model valued at 300 bucks plus, built in thermometer and a higher lead. You can get that at John Allen Better Home Living, and we thank jo the team at John Allen Better Home Living for that. Right, mm. 10 votes, you're oh, not well, happy? Well, I think you missed out on the Greg Denham one. Well, Jules has gone to sleep at the wheel. A lot more claiming of Maltest during the week. I don't think I see it on the list. King, yeah, I didn't catch that. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. Tipped into a beautiful. First of all, one vote. Well, it's hard to. This is. On another week would have been 10. The first ever BMI Taylor Swift Award was named at the BMI Awards. And yep. who do you reckon the first winner was? Oh, it's going to be hard. Taylor Swift herself. Did she? Thank you so much to BMI for giving me the Taylor Swift Award. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm really super relieved that BMI decided to give me the Taylor Swift Award because if they had chosen somebody else to give the Taylor Swift Award to, I'd be like... Kind of bummed about it. There's a lot of mentions of herself. Yeah. There. yeah, I thought she handled it pretty well, though. Really, uh, of course well. you did. She's aiming to go back to Swizzle. back next year. Come on, Swizzle. One vote to the Matilda, Lisa Devanna. The tournament, you know. After that, I'll see how I go. It'll be up to Stage how he like, maintains me and how what he wants me to do. Because the reality it is, I'm sort of like the Tim Cahill of the Matildas, and you've got to sort of look after 
manage manage me in the right oh, way. Yeah. Oh, of course yeah. you do. Who said that through to you? Is that, Adam? that was from Adam McLaughlin, who wins yeah. the Weber Q this week for picking that up. Doc, fair enough too. Yeah, he's, he's very, very good, Adam. He doesn't miss much. He doesn't miss much. Uh, one vote, I love this, to the big Melbourne Ruckman on when asked about whether he met his girlfriend before he got famous, Max Gorn. So she knew you before you were a superstar. Uh, she jumped on VFL Max. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> VFL Max. VFL Max. She jumped on VFL Max. We could go a hundred different ways there. I took a little mate of mine, little jockey, David Taggart, into the rooms last week, and he was very nice to him, Big Max. We, I saw the pictures we, of we you. Saw it. We saw it, Doc. Well, oh, done. Well, you, well, took, you took Dave Taggart with you to Gold Coast. Well done, mate. You've said on every show you've been well, on. Well, I'm going to put yeah. that photo on our, uh, on our yeah, it's Facebook It's a good photo. Did, it's you, good photo. did you buy a Facebook campaign around that, or did you... He's getting a, a lick from something. There was a lot of Doc in the rooms. I got texts from Melbourne support uh, officials last week saying Doc was in the rooms after the game, hunting the circle. Yeah, again. he oh, was. Please. He's just become a real sycophant. Two votes, speaking of the D's, to everyone's favourite vocalist, Russell Robertson. He needed my enthusiasm. Yeah. I had a lot of that. I had a lot of... Effervescence, I suppose, yeah. and bounce, and you know, it's. I'm not. I wasn't the typical footballer. You know, I wasn't the dour, hard tackling. You know, um, James McDonald type. Mm. I like to kick a goal. I like to take a hang. But it takes all shapes and sizes. Now, a lot of people come up to me now and say, you know, Robo, you, you. I didn't know whether to take you seriously or not. You know, well, you know, two twenty eight games. Yeah. It's pretty serious. You know, and third on the all time leading goal kicking for Melbourne. It's pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on! How many votes is that? Just two this week. Oh, give us On a another week, spell. it's 10. 228 games. Third all-time goal kicker. Real serious. Uh, what was that on? Seriously, what was that on? Yeah. What was it on? Oh, it was during the week. We, we need to spread been. these out. We need to spread these out because that on itself <laughs> that is just, good is as just We need reminding what a great footballer he was. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, that is just real... <laughs> Sort of oh, stuff. Right. Come on. Don't think his singing is going to go along the same lines. Uh, right. Oh, Robbo. Come on. Robert. Two votes on another very competitive week to uh, a man who, well, he's got his own show. He, the Big Bash won the Logie oh, last I, week. You know what? I was, do, I was on my, you know, yep. on the 5-2 now. I was yep. on my 50-minute walk yesterday and I heard Robbie Waters lead him into this beautifully. Well, early on Monday, uh, Andrew Marr I'm talking about, Andy, he yeah. took... Who's a part of the Big Bash team? A very well, he's a big part crucial of part of it. He's a big part. But of he f- took thirty minutes of talk back on. Tell us about your favourite things about the Big Bash on Monday. Oh, really? Which was when he really got on my radar. And then this came along yesterday. Well done last week, Andy. Terrific. Thank you. Yes, Logie winner. Four in the trunk this week. I was talking about the Blues actually. Oh, <laughs> gold. Gold, just wound him up like a two-bob watchy tip right into it. Since when did you go on a fifty-minute uh, walk? I'm doing that, John. I'm doing well, a little catch a Hang on. Hang on. I've got to move on. But three votes. Sorry, Doctor, cut you off because there's two bits of audio here. Three votes and a new leader. Oh, couldn't be me. For I'm... these two pieces of audio, first, Mark Robinson, this. But once we were on there, it was quite exciting, wasn't it? <laughs> Especially when Cat Stewart came up to me and goes, hello, Robbo. I said, hey. <laughs> Just me and my husband love you. I went, ooh. Oh, poor Robbo at the Logies. And then he got Jordan Lewis back in form. Hello, Robbo. Hello, Jared. Jordan Lewis is here. Got him back to form. Little pep talk. Little pep talk. <laughs> it was good to see him play. Did well. you notice uh, on the weekend, sometimes when they kick goals, they point to someone <laughs> in the crowd? <laughs> Jordan pointed to me in the crowd. I just went like that. Well done. 
Oh, my God. So, Walton and Aramo, 21 votes. Three vote leader over Chris Gale on 18. Pickers on 13. Rocco and Tom Brown, very unlucky to miss both this week, Tom. He's doing all he can on eight. The truck on seven, near to miss as well, and I reckon take your pick the rest. That is hotting up at the top picks. And Robbo is the three vote leader on I 21. Don't, I don't think I can win from here. <laughs> and we should be getting more audio than that. For McDonald's and Holden, welcome to Off The Bench. A big good morning if you're tuning in for the first time. Welcome you with Off The Bench live from Tasmania this morning. We are in King Me- King's Meadows in Launceston before Hawthorne and Fremantle today. Old mate Picks and myself uh, are here at Macca's. Of course, you'll notice the great new taste of McCafe's finest coffee ever. Try the best blend yet at a McCafe drive through near you. We are on the corner of Opossum and Hobart Roads in Launceston. And is that right? And building up to the one. It is. It this is. afternoon. Pix is here. Good morning again, old mate. Good morning, Hutch. The Good doc's morning. got the no travel when he doesn't want to clause in his contract <laughs> and has exercised that this morning back in the studio in Melbourne. Good morning to you, Doc. Yeah, morning, you too. And of course, <laughs> last two. last night, along a 26-point win last night <laughs> in fine style. The Cats are up Pussies. and about. Pix. Pussies are going well. Motlop was magnificent last night, was he? Yeah, so it was Guthrie. I Jeez, think he was good. I had to kill an, an opossum last week. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I had to kill one as well. It I ended did. up on someone's head in television. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll talk about him later. Well, if you want to get to that now. Uh, well, 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 uh, it's an off-the-record comment. No, I think we can set this up now. So you, you, met, you referenced it before the 10 o'clock news. For our, good, for our audience who have just joined us, welcome. And I've got, we've got a bit to get to in a moment. We've got Take this segment on. Right decision or we've got the Saturday list. We've got a big off-the-record doc to come. I think mm-hmm. we keep it for off-the-record. Now, let's, let's set the scene on this. No, let's keep it for off-the-record. You want to wait? Yeah, I want to wait. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get into it in the next 20 all right. minutes. Well, all it'll, say, ho- it'll hold our audience. All I'll, <laughs> all I'll say to you, Pix, is off the record's been running since 2007 on Off the Bench. Yeah. You, and, and you ran for three years before five, that on your other five, show that didn't quite work out. Five years of Marco and I. Well, you were Marco. Well, and you called it Media Watch. Saturday, Saturday Spotlight under Media Watch. So it's been running since 2003. And most people take it as a bit of a joke. It runs at 10.30 every Saturday morning. Pretty much. And for a lot of people, it's your segment. You've built it. It predates yeah, this program for 13 years. It does. And it is renowned as one of the great segments on Australian radio. Except. Appointment listing for your picks. It is. And it got taken on like never before last week. By a possum. By a Channel 9 identity. And you are, I'm going to play that and I want yep. you to write a reply at 10.30 this morning because you, my friend, are under attack. <laughs> yeah. Well, are under attack. And, Doc, I want to see what Pickers is made of at 10.30. <laughs> I won't oh, get too hard. but wasn't Mustafa, was it? I wasn't mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> hey, now, speaking of picks, Doc. Are we speaking? I wasn't speaking well, of picks, but if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no one um, was. The, the, the biggest... Excuse me, I'm going to lose my voice here. Oh, don't give us one of those little high one, Bill Laurie. <laughs> the biggest uh, free agent in football right now, Doc? No doubt. Josh Jenkins. Josh Jenkins. Yeah, good player. Four years, uh, offers of three million plus... Uh, Adelaide scrambling to get his signature. Every club Radio. offering him deals. Even Essendon want him back. No, well, Radio will get the deal done. He is the biggest free agent in football. Correct. Big man. Good forward. Old mate picks. Found him. <laughs> <laughs> you remember this story, Doc? Go on. It's not good. <laughs> well, this is how it went down. In fact, if Paul Gadsden's listening this morning, we'll give him a ring. He's the general manager of 3SH in Swan Hill. So yeah. the story goes like this, Doc. <laughs> Josh Jenkins is a 17-year-old who played basketball. He bobbed up at a, a town called Lake Boga. 
up near Swan, Swan Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah, he did. And I got a call one day from Gatto, as he's famously known, up in Swan Hill, and he says, yeah, he "There's a kid up here I reckon could play." If I, we'll get Gatto on the phone now. We'll give him a call. There's a kid up here who I reckon could play AFL. He's come from nowhere. Do you reckon you could introduce me to Picks to see if we can get him a start? <laughs> and I say, oh, yeah, look, you know, yeah, sure, I'll introduce you to him. An email, you know, Paul, meet Liam, Liam, yeah, meet that, Paul. All, yeah, all you that know, stuff. <laughs> Liam, yeah, I remember. Paul reckons he has a player. And what do you reckon Picks does, Doc? Doesn't ring his vision. Forget his number? He got, I, he got I, his vision. Sent it to Essendon, <laughs> to Adrian Adoro. Forwarded onto the Bombers and said, oh, I'll just forward this on to you, mate. You know, you might want to give this guy a training. Just have a, have, a, have a look at him. I think he's a kid with potential. Yep. Do what you want to do with it. Let me know how you get on. Yep. And Fair so Pickers introduces uh, Josh Jenkins to the Bombers and gets a rookie list. Yep. Who do you think his manager is, Doc? Yeah, I might have been asleep at the wheel. <laughs> I forgot about him. <laughs> Did you drop the ball? Oh, bloody hell, you, g- you got Josh Jenkins, he's breaking football. Yeah. And I you know. forgot to sign him on the way, old mate. Yeah, I know. It was pretty silly in hindsight. <laughs> that, that could actually be a $5 million mistake. Uh, and now he's about to sign the biggest contract in free agent history. I was probably going through a bit of court <laughs> stuff with O'Possum himself at that stage. Who knows? Well, Paul Gadsden is a man who discovered him, the general manager of 3SH in Swan Hill, one of our radio partners. And Gatto is on the line. Gatto, good morning. Good morning, Hutchie. Good morning, boys. Now, can you believe that Pickers dropped the ball on your local favourite son, Josh Jenkins? Well, I was actually speaking to JJ yesterday, and you can remember, Hutchie, very well that you and I handed this bloke to Pickers <laughs> like pretty much gift wraps. <laughs> And now this kid's ringing me yesterday wanting to know whether Freo are offering him five years, Richmond are texting him, Brisbane want him. Um, <laughs> oh, Pickers, he, Pickers he gave must... him duck eggs, mate. I didn't give him duck eggs. <laughs> hey, Gatto, in my, de- in my defence, Gatto, he only got on a list because of me. Oh. Now, whether I make an earn out of it, it doesn't worry me. I'm just trying to help the kid. Nah, oh, Pickers, in your defence, you did get him in. You did help. But your lack of attention from the point you introduced him to Essendon from there on was probably a bit wanting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's well, hard you, to argue. Now, Josh must be staggered that he couldn't get Pickers to manage him. Was he disappointed, Josh? Ghetto? Shattered, I'd say. <laughs> Shattered. Well, yeah, no, it's hard to argue with that. Who do you go <laughs> with, uh, Picks, in the end? Oh, I don't know. What's no, 4% no of $3 million plus 20% of endorsements? Oh, Doc? Oh, 120 grand. It's 120000 It's about roughly a week's <laughs> legal fees. Legal fees, yeah. It's a legal fee week. Yeah, uh, look, Gatto, I think I do remember it. I think it actually came to my attention about three years ago at the Swan Hill Cup <laughs> when you told me. I said, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think because right. it would have been, if you had it disappeared into the ether, which is probably what you expected, it, you wouldn't have had to deal with this, you Paul Marcus. So you've been a bit stiff. I've been stiff. He, <laughs> he's become a bloody good player. You were, uh, you were the president of Lake Boga when he bobbed up there, Gatto? Is that right? Yeah, actually, I reckon. I remember at the time I was president of Boga, and he was a kid that had been over to the States and had been on a basketball scholarship, and he just landed back at our footy club. Good mates with a couple of our boys, lobbed there for a year or two, and I, I watched him play a game one day at Bay Reynold, and I. You hate to compare him to Adam Goods, but he's this six foot nine bloke that grabbed the ball at full back, threw it around like a basketball, ran the length of the ground, bounced a left hand, right hand, willy nilly, whatever you want to do, and then kicked the goal on the run from 50. And I looked at the bloke next to him and I said, I haven't seen anyone up here that could ever do that. Now, he, was, he didn't understand footy, and you could still argue he's not, a, he's not a natural footballer, but I remember when I rang you, I said, Look, we got a kid up here that's a genetic freak. It's, he played no footy. He was 20 years of age at that stage and pretty much a, a rookie to the game, but he was just such an outstanding athlete that you thought that if someone got a hold of him, 
that he just might make the grade. Mind mm. you, I didn't think this, this sort of stuff would drop So all you needed was a good man to say... So you remember you were... I've glued you together with pics on email. Do you, what, can you, have you got the email, Eel? Do you remember what it actually said? <laughs> well, it wasn't one you'd want to hang on to. It wasn't, uh, wasn't all that helpful. Well, it wasn't. But really. your email said, do you reckon, no, Liam, you could sort this bloke out? Pick, pickers, pickers got him in there, Sydney. You, you, Liam, you'd remember that. Yeah, I do. And um, they liked the look of him. Um, and then I think you got him into... He must have gone to a draft camp, Pickers of some sort. What was that? You oh. got him into the draft camp as well? It was a testing. <laughs> you didn't even remember. You got him tested as well. Was, was How did you forget to sign him, Pickers? I was busy at the time. <laughs> I had a lot of things. No one was interested in him until the word got around that there was some six foot eight or nine kids that just did the quickest 10 metres uh, dash, and then all of a sudden he had about 30 likes filing rounds for the rest well, of the day. Yeah, well, someone, I don't even know who mines him, but someone just <laughs> sleezed in at the last minute and got his bloody got his contract done. And I'll, you speak to JJ a bit. Can you tell him that it's probably time to pay the piper? <laughs> Mate. Mate, JJ, JJ actually is very grateful for what you He does remember, he does remember that you got him in there in that initial instance. So well, you're you're just, that, you give him a call, Gatto, give him a call and tell him to remember because I'll do his new deal. I'll have to give him a very good deal, trust me. I have never well, known of anyone to drop the ball no. worse than you to spend voluntary time getting Josh Jenkins on a list and forget to sign him, Bix. Oh, no, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, I'm not, my attention to detail normally is very good, but on that occasion, I was down wanting. I don't know what happened. Doc, what's your take been, on this, Doc? I, mean, I was leaving that, 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 at the time. That almost reminds me of the bloke that uh, sold his shares in Apple because he wanted 600 bucks. You know, one yeah. of the founders of Apple. That, that, well, blokes that bloke. cash out, Doc. <laughs> cash out on Lester. Cash out. Cash hey, G'day, thanks for joining us. Who knows, maybe once again in our lifetimes there'll be another young player like this that'll come across the desk of pickers. It's not easy signing players. It's uh, not. It's, it's, it's tough when you've actually created the opportunity and you, and you forget to sign them. Uh, well, well, mate, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still scaring the bush to send him another one. So send me like... another one. I'll make sure I follow that one through. <laughs> Let's hope he's another Josh Jenkins. Uh, well done, Nagato. Yeah. Great job in your local community up there in Swan Hill and, uh, and 3SH as well. And uh, thanks for creating Josh Jenkins' career. It's, it's red hot at the moment. And unfortunately, Pickers couldn't be part of it, but we appreciate it. <laughs> Good on you, lads. Thanks. Paul Gadsden joining us, the general manager of 3SH Swan Hill, who, who sent the vision to Pickers. He did. I sent it to Adrian. <laughs> Yep. Adrian drafted him as a rookie. Yep. Then Essendon dropped the ball yep. and let him slip out of their fingers to go to Adelaide, who are now killing it. They signed him, mate. He was on their list. Yeah, you know, yeah, he played for Essendon. Yep. Yeah, but they, then they moved him on. There's a very good article in yesterday's age, I reckon. It might have been Thursday's age. From might have even been Rocco and Finey. Yep. Have you got that there, Buttons, when I say Rocco? When I find myself in times of trouble, Rocco and Finey come to me. That, so I think he wrote the article about the sliding doors moment of Josh Jenkins leaving Essendon yep. at the time, how many big forwards they uh, had and picks. whatever. Anyway. Picks, oh dear. Wake uh, up. Have you got that one that got away, audio I like buttons? He's on this morning, buttons. There you go. Doc's list is up next. What? Uh, of course, uh, for Kubota reliable backup power, always use Kubota diesel generators from uh, Launceston. Every week, Doc. Every time it's his list. What? <laughs> Get a new joke, Doc. It's when it's tiresome. Every bloody time. From Launceston this morning, you're listening to Off the Bench.
Welcome back to Off The Bench, wherever listing right around Australia this morning. We are coming at you live from uh, Launceston, of course. Yeah, we're in Lonnie. From Maccas. Yeah. Uh, in Kings Meadows, and well done to everyone here. They do a fantastic job. Big what, part of Tasmanian football, McDonald's. What roads are we on? We're on the corner of Opossum and Hobart. Opossum? Yes. Don't look mm. at me when you say that. Oh, my possum. Your possum uh, on blew off head. in Las Vegas playing Came golf. Came off in a game of golf. Yeah, it did. <laughs> True story, unfortunately. Right, uh, uh, by the way, it's time for our Saturday list for Kubota Generators. The Saturday list for Kubota. Need reliable, dependable backup power? Always use Kubota diesel generators. They're unbelievable, the backup power at Kubota. Always use Kubota diesel generators. And, of course, engines and generators. Magnificent. one 582 one around the corner here. Yeah, there is. In William Street, Glasgow Engineering. They're all over Victoria. Uh, in uh, and all over Australia, they in fact, are, yeah, of course, diesel generators and magnificent Kubota.com.au generators for generations. Of course, the and doctor from another of, generation. I was going to say, p- speaking of generations, <laughs> we go back a long way yeah. to the list. Yeah. Here's the Saturday list with Dr. Turf. Yeah, thank you very much. This is a uh, these are the Logies that should have been awarded a list of eight of them. Oh. And uh, congratulations too to Channel 9 there for a four hour program highlighting how crap their own programming is. Three Logies for Channel 9. Okay, start at number eight, please, And uh, one of them was for the best ad break. Okay, uh, number one. Uh, the most outstanding newcomer who shafted someone to get a gig goes to Chris Judd on Footy Classified for shafting our demo. Uh, the outstanding irony in a program title goes to Australia's Got Talent. Uh, the most inadvertent children's program goes to You're Back in the Room. Hang give on a second. Numbers. You've got to give us numbers. It's going to be a list, right? So, right. apart from the fact that we, I don't like this content one bit so far. <laughs> at number seven. At least give them a number. Say. Yeah. Uh, the best, okay, number five we're down to. That's uh, it. I think. Uh, best comedy program goes to the Bolt Report for 10 years in a row. Yes, Bolt has nailed it again with that wonderful <laughs> mix of satire and sketch comedy, all delivered with his famous trademark deadpan delivery. Uh, the best sports coverage goes. Uh, what number, Doc? Number four. Best you, sports coverage, the Logie, goes to 60 Minutes for their outstanding coverage of the Australia versus Lebanon Kiddies hide-and-seek. Uh, that's, of course, where Ali Alamein beat Tara Brown in straight sets. Uh, number three uh, of the Logies that should have been awarded, the best actress, went yet again after 23 years to Tracy Grimshaw from A Current Affair who like continues that. to maintain that those stories on cellulite, noisy neighbours, house parties, wonder bras, dodgy repairmen, faulty appliances, shonky talent agents and fad diets are in fact current affairs. Well done, Tracy, for pulling that one off. Uh, the best actor, hands down, goes... Doc, number! I <laughs> uh, don't know where I'm up to. Number two, <laughs> the best actor, uh, hands down, goes to Shane Warne for saying that he was going to... Uh, Go back to Brent Edelston's for a nightcap. What acting? That is magnificent. Uh, nightcap, that's a good line, isn't it? Uh, I think I've run out of them, actually. Number one. Oh, I forgot number one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God's sake. Oh, no. I miscounted no. them. Oh, Doc. Seriously, it's called a list. <laughs> the premise is you count up. No, you can, you can put them in whatever order you like. But what was number one? No, uh, it was Shane Warne. I well, one give him a, a belated drum roll, please. <laughs> number Pats. one. Number one goes for the worst segment ever done, Dr. Turf, in That's my mind. just taking the win. That was right shocking. Yeah, Anyone read and Woolies got the shits? <laughs> 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 well, that sort of garbage. 
Easy on the length. Pegasus, this is oh, a family sorry. program. Mind you're in Tasmania and so, so is that. Sorry, right, guys. I think we'd better, we better move on and yeah, uh, move perhaps on not give Doc another list no, for quite some time. Do we'll you get your producer to uh, give him some help, Craig. He's, he's snowed under at the moment. Doc, it's not hard to count from one to eight, oh, mate. And just say the it. whole world can do it. Gee, Doc, that was disappointing. Time for... RDO for Totally Workwear. Find your local store at totallyworkwear.com.au. It was just a walk. <laughs> Everyone's upset about that. Thumbs up, sir. Right decision all. Come on. For Totally Workwear, find your local store at totallyworkwear.com.au. Uh, this segment will be good, but that was a stinker. Oh, it stunk it right up. Right yeah, decision yeah, all. For Totally Workwear, totallyworkwear.com.au. Right, let's go. Picks. Bernard Tomic deciding not to play the Olympics. Uh, right decision. Uh, if you really think about it, the timing of Rio this year, not ideal. Uh, it's around Tooley's time. And I think it was the right decision for Bernie to stay back on the Gold Coast in his uh, Lamborghini and just pick up chicks. Anyway, Hutch, Luke Beveridge labelling the Crows' actions last week. Disgusting. Yeah, right decision. Wrong right. decision. I'm a massive Bevo fan, as you know. I didn't think he needed to drag it up. But then again, the Crows-Bulldogs thing is just brewing, isn't it? It's There's brewing. a lot of, di- lot of dislike there yep. among the two clubs. I like the fact that he has a go, though, uh, Luke. It's good. Uh, Doc, yep. Waleed Ali winning the gold logie last weekend. Yeah, right decision. Well deserved. I know Rita Panny didn't agree with it, but uh, uh, right decision for mine. He's, uh, a, he's a great talent, Waleed. Uh, yep, very amusing. Uh, Pickers, Dyson mm. Heppel recommitting to the Bombers. Uh, right decision, right decision. Eston Man, he's going to go all the way through his career. He's on a good deal. He's going to get a little insurance claim as well. Right decision. I, I love the spin on this. You know, Dyson uh, staying. The the deal was the yeah. same as it's always been. I was going to say, wasn't he already contracted for another Might four years? Might have been years? a little, little trick up in the deal and maybe a little compo. Are they, are they just, are they just uh, sort of leaking these out one by one just to sort of maintain a bit oh, of they're, a, no doubt they're Find everyone on the break, they yeah. are. I reckon that Justin Rotsky's been the media manager of the year. Yeah, he's, magnificent. He's doing a good job, I will say that. Hutchie, uh, Jesse Hogan spending the week in Perth, right decision. Oh, I don't like this, Picks. Why? It's a bad Why? look. Why? That's wrong where his family is. It's a bad look, Doc. Going home in the middle of the year. You wouldn't see me flying out of Melbourne during this footy season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Very good points. Very good points. I don't point. like it at all. Even George in the background is going, oh. <laughs> RDL, of course, is for totally work with a huge range of high vis and safety gear. You'll find everything you need for work. Uh, right, picks. Liam Shields being labelled the next Hawks captain. Uh, well, right. I don't know if it's a right or a wrong decision, but I think he has got a lot of support. Liam Shields as a quiet achiever and... He seems to be being talked about as the next horse captain. I don't think it'll happen. I think it'll be either Jordan Lewis or uh, Ruff next year, depending on whatever, injuries and stuff. But I think the one after that's probably Liam Shields or Isaac Smith. Doc, one for you. Yeah. Adelaide supporters rocking up at the airport to give Patrick Dangerfield a bit of a send-off or send-in, whatever you want to call it. Oh, right decision. That's a real day out for the people of Adelaide, getting to see what an airport looks like. Uh, hey, what, what about you? What do you? What do you miss about Adelaide? He couldn't come up with anything except the teammates. coffee. The, no, the coffee, he said. No, he said the coffee was better in Melbourne. Oh. Yeah, he did. I thought he was saying no, Adelaide had good coffee. coffee got to run. No. Oh, boy. Uh, Hachi. Gold Coast Suns players questioning Gary Ablett in the team meeting during the week. Oh. Well, be better to ask Picks, I reckon. Oh, I know I'm not getting involved in it. Picks. I'm not getting. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, guys. 32 today? 32 today, yep. yes. So when you're the greatest player, arguably, in history, oh, and you're playing with one of the worst teams in history. Oh, they're not the worst. One of the worst well, teams they've, in they've never, Is there another team that's ever made a final series? 
Other than the Giants are going to make it this year. Well, is there a football club well, that's going to make it? That's two teams. That's two. But the Giants are going to make it this year. Well, you think they, they, they've they been they around for five yet. years, Craig. The Suns have never made a final series. Right? Yeah. Well. So how their blokes' picks are telling <laughs> Gary about how to play? Oh, Give me a spell picks. All week I've had, I've had seriously people wanting me to make comments about the Gary situation. The Gary situation is that he's not playing at his very best at the moment. He's averaging 28 disposals a game. There are, there are blokes out there that would dream of averaging that as a, as a number. I know it's just a number, but oh, I just find the whole thing just ludicrous. You, it's, it's ludicrous what's going think, on. Do you think it's... What do you mean it's ludicrous? Well, the, 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 the people that are writing... Well, not so much the people that are writing about Gary and Gary's form, and everyone's trying to go in. Gaz has had a year, basically, of not playing and no pre-season. I mean, for God's sake, you, the, the hysteria around Ablett's form... Is that just a deflection of what's going on at the club? I mean, why is he the one that's been put up? What about someone else or other players lift up to his level? And maybe there won't be so much pressure on Gary. Were you offended by teammates' questioning? Oh, no, I'm not, no, not offended, because that's what happens in a footy team. I get that. But, Are you surprised at it? Um, well, I'm not surprised. I mean, you're bringing leading teams and you're bringing all this, you know, sitting in a room and, you know... Barry Hall and those bikes talking about it. I mean, he wouldn't have copped it though very well. Gary. No, you know, he, that's the one thing you don't know about Gary is that he does absolutely no issues with people challenging him, that, and that's not a problem. I don't have a problem with it either. It's very hard to think that you know guys that wouldn't strap up his bootlaces really would be questioning him on him work, work ethic or whatever. And I haven't spoken to Gary about this, by the way, but would be questioning him on his performance. If you had just what time about stepping up a little bit, step up a little bit and help help him out. If you had your time again, would you have sent him there? Well, I didn't send him there, Craig. Was Gary he, chose know, to go there. That's his decision. But what, in hindsight, is it worth? No, worked? well, no. He's he's locked into the club and he wants to lead the club and he's doing a, as good a job as he at the moment as they can do with a lot of injuries in their team. Hasn't worked out though, has it? Well, not at the moment. But who's to say? I think they've got enough talent on the list to make the finals. I'm, mm, I'm convinced year, of that. Though. Well, they haven't got the depth to be able to have injuries and still be a. A, a powerhouse team like the Giants. They were hideous last week. They were. They were I hideous. know you were there, John. In front, I get that. In front of five and a half thousand people. I get all that. Not I twelve. Know. Not twelve thousand seven hundred. It was I five just, and a yeah, half anyway. thousand. It's, inter- Look, it's interesting stuff, Pix. I, I hear where you come from. My, my views. Uh, what are your views? I, I, I understand the whole give everyone feedback thing is be as cool in footy. And oh, maybe I'm an outsider and understand it. But the, how anyone could question that, him. Is in, in, I can understand when he was 22 at Geelong and needed oh. to get the next level and all the rest of it. But how anyone at 32, how we could stand in a room and I have 10 a, blokes who, I think it's a bit rich. who can barely get a game oh, say to him, mate, we really need you to go in harder. Well, oh, give me a spell. Yeah, oh, please. It's exactly my Should theory. Should have told him to get night capped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Well, anyway, interesting stuff. More after this on Off the Bench. <laughs> Welcome back. We're listening around Australia. Line from Mac as you were Off the Bench, of course. Uh, well, let's get stuck straight into it, of course. Uh, it's time for... Off the record. In the head. To start us off with this uh, week's off the wrench. World number one golfer Gordon Speed. Just said Hawthorne, I think's won 13 of their last 11 there. He's built like an Adonis. These guys are itching at the bit. I'm not going to blame anybody, but I will blame Steve Smith. Just crashed the car. Oh, chingas. Off the record for Choices Flooring. For the floor you've been searching for, visit choicesflooring.com.au. And ironically, for a limited time, Choices Flooring's exclusive free rug offer is on. The Plantino or Gennaro collection purchases now available. Hurry and 
for your local Choices Flooring store today or visit choices.com.au. Choices Flooring, do floor off the record. The most prestigious segment mm. in Australian radio. Jason from Choices was on the phone during the week saying, do not take this criticism of off the record <laughs> that has been levelled at the program and picks. It's been a nine-year segment, a 13-year commitment to the behind-the-scenes of media from Pickers. And Tony Jones, during the week, was filming in the Nine newsroom. Yeah. What was he filming? He was filming someone trying try a suit or something funny. Yeah. And ironically, caught and then sent out on social media, yeah. one of the Nine reporters, Ayrton Woolley, saying this. I must say, that got that off the record. They just pop people. It's not even really funny. They just pot people, and it's not even really that funny. Mm. Now, Pickers, this has burned as an issue for a week. You haven't had a chance to have your say. Ed Woolley from Channel 9 has suggested all you do is pot people. He didn't know he was being filmed. It was caught organically. It wasn't wow. being theatrical. Wow. So that was a real... Genuine. Genuine. Slur. Wow. Listen now, Hair Tom. I can tell you right now. I don't care whether you listen to the program. And yes, we do pot people. And you're now my number one target. I'll guarantee you that. You are now, everything you're doing is being just being crystallised and we're going to spotlight you. You're our main man. So my view is... You're a good reporter, Ayrton. Oh, no. <laughs> listen, Rogaine. <laughs> you talking to me? Well, you and him. He's like a mini you. He's got all the hallmarks of being you. He'll try on the Plantino rug. I know he will. The choice is flying job because that's what you roll with, Hutchie. And in the end... Don't turn it back on me. Well, I just, I'm just giving it to him. But at the end of the day, he doesn't like the segment. I don't mind. We'll move on. Yep. But know this, hair Tom. <laughs> We're coming after you. Oh, that's mate. not unfair. That's, his real, that's his real hair, I think. His name's Hairton Woolley, isn't it? Ayrton Woolley. What did I say? Hairton. Oh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyway, you're, bad, you're, bad our num- you're our, no- <laughs> you're our num- number one target from now. Right, let's get into the segment because it's irrelevant what he thinks anyway. Pretty uh, lacklustre response from you, I thought. It's not really. What do you think of Well, doing? I thought you might have, you know, given him one bit more than that. No, it's about all it's worth. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's got your measure. Once he gets a bit relevant, <laughs> we'll start talking he's, about no, it. No, he's very relevant. He's got your measure. Oh, whatever. Uh, right, now let's start off with the off-the-record segment. That's for the uh, other bloke. We'll get to him later. Right. We'll, we'll get to him later. Right, uh, Eddie Maguire uh, getting a little bit confused about the Adelaide Crows skipper last week. Straight down the ground. Tex Marker takes the walk. Uh, uh, takes the mark. Tex Walker, beautiful kick. Tex, Tex Maker makes it, takes the walk. walk yep. He's a toin costa, though. He is a toin costa, but this isn't the only time Eddie got a name wrong in the highlights package. Have a listen. In the first half, Mitch Wallace to Liam Pickering to Tom Liberatore. Still wrecking up stats. Money <laughs> <laughs> 47. Right. Uh, we love a funny rant, and he was back to his very best read, Bernard Tomic. It's official. Tennis is a crap sport at all levels. At the top end, it is a closed shop. The number one is clearly better than the two and three. The four is better than the five. The six can't beat the five. I mean, it is a obvious sport in the men's game. And from our own perspective, we have two utter embarrassments. But Atomic, the good news is he can't combine being a full-time dickhead and a full-time tennis player, and his tennis is suffering, so he'll have to choose one over the other. He has yeah. to choose one over the other. I like it. I like it. He had to choose between the two. <laughs> a full-time dickhead or a tennis player. That's very nice work, uh, Finey. We're, we're challenging fine, you fine to work. make one of these a week we need, mate. Yeah, he's back. Real quiet. He's back. We've got to try and get uh, Ray Cohen and Finey <laughs> rolling as well. Uh, Chris, hey, hang on. Buttons, is it there? No. Nah. 
No. Cohen funny. Have you got it? Come no, on, no, move on. Right, out. Chris Connolly. Not sure he knows how to pronounce the name of the Cats Ruckman. But the game was dominated by Geelong. It was dominated by Joel Selwood, Blitzkov. Blitzkov. <laughs> whatever. Going Blitzaz or whatever. Uh, Ox. Not sure Mathery's best go at the moment when he's doing the scores. Just quickly around the ground. Stop, go, disposal. slow. Sydney, 3-2-20. Yeston, 1-2-7. Collingwood, <laughs> they've been beaten by the Blues today. 15-9-99. Well, read, read I hope you didn't pay read, for that read, shirt. Read that out once more. 1-2-7. Yeah, yeah. That's never been said before. <laughs> no, he's, he's missed the boat on that one. Uh, Hutto got a bit confused here. Richmond kicked the first three. Hawthorne kicks the next six. Richmond kicked the next two. Then, Haw sorry, Hawthorne kicked the next uh, two. And then Richmond kicked two. And then uh, Hawthorne to uh, the next three. Don't ask me to repeat that, but uh, we'll go through it in some more detail a little bit later on. Please don't, Hutto. Please who's don't. Winning? Who's winning? No one knows. <laughs> who's on first? What's on second? I don't know who's on third. Uh, Ox, the famous Herald Sun cartoonist, his name's Mark Knight. Yes. He's the, this is the DOX. Can I get a hallelujah for Frank Knight? In this Herald Sun today, you've got to have a Mark look Mark at... Knight. Oh, sorry, Frank Knight. Frank, his brother. Frank, Frank Knight, the real estate bike. <laughs> 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 sorry. Come on, Ox. Come on, old mate. Uh, BT getting a little bit excited here. And I reckon a calm-looking Don Pike is ready to implode inside. As opposed to? Is he As starting? In, I reckon he's starting to take a little interest in Jake Stringer's career too. We'll, I've get, up to, in recent we'll get to that when he got injured a little bit later. But uh, I've thrown in Damo because I listened to the sounding board talk about a snort, bloody snore fest. I listened to a bit of it the other day. Uh, went off to sleep pretty quickly, actually. This is his pronunciation <laughs> of Sean McAuliffe. Um, I thought Sean McAuliffe was the, was, the, was the best speaker on the night. Listen, Warrior, who in God names calls him Sean McAuliffe? It's Sean McAuliffe. Come on, man. Uh, you sure? Gay oh, shut up, Doc. Here's Gazy stumbling again. And I can understand why she would gone on to be a very successful coach because she played very salute with her mind. <laughs> <laughs> gave up on the word in the end. He gave up. I found another coin cost, by the way, guys. I found a new term. It's called shot clock. Brayshaw, JB, start us off, man. That is interesting, isn't it? The, so, shot, the shot cock. Uh, oh. <laughs> Don't worry, it's not just him. Sub Costello, Channel 9 News, did the same thing. Norris Mason Wood earning a free kick with 22 seconds left and using his shot cock allotted time to ice the game. It's going to be an issue. It's a torn cost epidemic starting. I can see it now. It is. Lots of four-wall nominations this week. Firstly, Josh Marnie. I think the, the maturity discussions that you have within the, the four walls now has increased dramatically. Brendan Gale. Um, but it's just, um, it's, it's, you know, just a, within our four walls, it's, it's, you know. Gary Pert. In the media, in the broader industry, because what we're saying is in the four walls, within the club, the players, the staff. Gibbo, Josh Gibson. Hey. Not only that, combining it with an emerging leader reference as well. Yeah, you're right, mate. Inside the walls of the footy club, he's really high, highly respected. He's an emerging leader. Um, 
<laughs> it's gone bloody nuts. I tell you what, the, the four walls the, has to become the, a disgrace. The Jared uh, Waitley round table was a four walls festival. It was a four walls. It oh, was yeah. a four wall off. I, I didn't they know. were inside four walls yeah. for starters. There was four points of the four walls. They were inside and they four tried walls. to four walls themselves to death. On a round table inside four walls. <laughs> it was just weird stuff. Uh, Marco, in the end, he just gave up on the text message number. Red tie. Like a bag tie, yeah. Official name, text through it, please. Zero four double three. Uh, blah blah blah. Nine <laughs> well, I'm just going to my phone before. I wanted to message someone. I thought, what's the number? Blah 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 blah. blah. It, it came up. Now this was uh, the blah blah blah. By the way, is two five two. Brian Taylor, BT, uh, last weekend. He loves the package. Loves it. Problem was the package limped off with. Well, I didn't know what it was, but let's have a listen to how BT... This is his diagnosis of the injury. The stringer looks a little sore as well. Gee, I hope that's not a hamstring. I think he has a bit of a history of hamstrings. And that's looking... Look, he's, he's left leg. Oh, he's done his string for sure. You reckon it was string bristle? Well, yeah, he's just touching at the left side of the hamstring. And the way he's coming off, yes. there's no urgency because he doesn't want to do any more damage to it. I would say Jake Stringer has almost certainly done a string. If you've that contest there looked like he might have done a hamstring. Yeah, either a hammy or a corky there in that marking contest. He may have been kneed in the back of the leg as well. I'm not sure it's a hammy. It's Let's hope it's not. Let's hope it is a corky. I reckon it is. The way he came off, he looked very uh, disappointed as well, Richo. Maybe you're right, Richo. He's trying to warm up, but gee, it's not looking good for the package. I think he may have got a knee in that marking contest. Let's hope okay. so. So, Jay, I reckon they'd still have him down testing him if it was a string. So you could be right, Richo, with the with the corky. The doctors have dealt with him. Now he's over to the physios. And I think you could be right, Richo. It might <laughs> even have been up near the hip, uh, which can be terrible. Yeah, look at that. A high up on his left thigh. Corky. And hip. that's uh, bleeding nicely in there right now. That's, Come on, guys. That is a minute of your life you'll never get back. There's a bit of truck backing up there. We got Surely we've got time. Can we fly uh, through we, it? We're not, no time. Or have we got to hear any other union? Can yeah, we? Quickly. Come on. Got it! Oh, oh, oh. stuff. The footy show from Tassie. But the reports, the reports back here. Bobby, 40 hours! He gave me a copy of his book. Should take it. Die, dropped it. Just had to give it. Just gonna. I oh know we've got to go quickly. Just quickly. Just give us Patrick Smith. And I'll get. Where do I sign? And I'll get the prime minister to run through a banner as well. <laughs> Fitz, all of which happened. All <laughs> right, oh, no, that's our. That's our Bill Laurie this week. There you go for the gourmet crispy chicken at Macca's on the Create Your Taste menu. You're listening to Off the Bench from Tasmania. Welcome back to Off the Bench, wherever you're listening right around Australia for the end of financial year deals at Holden. Three years free servicing across the Holden SUV range. Compelling offer. Uh, Holden, let's go there, doing wonderful things. Don't forget, you can download us too, and... Oh, many better shows. On Holden Sports Radio, which, of course, <laughs> you can find... Uh, well, you can find it everywhere. You can find it on Stitcher in your Holden, magnificently in there alongside uh, Pandora. You can find it in the dashboard there. You can find it in iTunes. Uh, you can find it in... Uh, anywhere. SoundCloud. You can find it like one of Doc's jokes when he gets off the mark. <laughs> and you can find it on Twitter and Facebook as well. Just Google uh, Holden Sports Radio and it'll steer you or get onto our Facebook.com. So it's off the bench team. Right, time to find a winner now with Ladbrokes, of course. And you can make great odds even better, as Gary Sweet tells, with Ladbrokes Odds Boost. 
Get an odds boost on the race of your choice every day. And Paul to Chocho, good morning to the Chocho. A big round of football and uh, some interesting games this weekend. Yes, good morning, lads, and to all our listeners. And look, besides the first three games, which look pretty self-explanatory yep. betting-wise and so forth, there's two very interesting games this evening. And the, uh, the Brisbane Lions-Collingwood betting is just... Uh, very, very interesting how it's all working out at present. Brizzy, you've been uh, backed off the map, I would have thought, Joe. Yeah, look, the Lions, $1.90 start of the week into $1.65. That's so they big. are now the clear favourites against the Pies, who are certainly under pressure. $1.85 out to $2.30. So uh, with Daniel Merritt and Lewis Taylor coming back in for the Lions, a couple of big ins for Collingwood, Travis Barco and Taylor Adams, but... Uh, Got a funny feeling the punters might have got this wrong. Mm. Collingwood are getting out to a pretty yeah. backable bright. What about because Brisbane aren't much good? That's the problem. <laughs> at home, they they said they play better at home. home. What about uh, the other game tonight, Joe? Uh, Tigers versus the Swans at the G. Well, interestingly enough, the Richmond have been backed. I think probably because uh, the big fellow Alex Rance returns to the side. Four twenty into three dollars sixty, so a significant move there. Swans were very short at the start of the week at dollar eighteen. They are now out to a dollar thirty. There's also been good money. The line for Richmond was twenty eight and a half at the start of the week. You can trim a goal off that. It's twenty two and a half now. Can Carlton make it four in a row? Look, punters seem to think they can. Uh, they seem to have a pretty decent uh, record against Port, and they've won two of their last three at home against Port. They're two eighty into two dollars fifty. It's a big game for Port because we really don't know. Where Porter at? Dollar forty out to a dollar fifty-five. But uh, yeah, punters seeming to suggest that uh, Brendan Bolton and his Blues can make a four in a row. And hey, uh, Cho, Cho, Doc reckons Melbourne. No, that's not John Ralph pulling up, by the way. That's just that's a genuine. <laughs> that's truck. a genuine truck. Yeah, uh, yep. Doc reckons that Melbourne are morals tomorrow. I do not, but they're over the odds if you ask me, Joe. Uh, against the Bullies tomorrow, Arvo. Yeah, well, for the first time, Turf, they've actually been backed in because every time I talk to you, they're on the drift. So they're uh, <laughs> 2 dollars into $2.60 and the Western Bulldogs $1.40 out to $1.50. Um, yeah, I'm with Turf. I think uh, Melbourne uh, can roll the Bulldogs. And a very interesting game, I would have thought. Uh, West Coast Eagles are losing favouritism, I reckon, for the flag as well. But uh, got an interesting game against the, the Sanders tomorrow. Yeah, look... They seem to own the Saints recently. They've won their last six, and you've got to go back to round 17, 2011, the last one the Saints have won. Although there's been money, six is into 550. Any West ch- Coast, dollar eleven out to dollar fifteen. What about the flag market? Has that changed much after last night? Yes, massively. Finally, we have a new flag favourite. Geelong are outright flag favourites now. 550 start of the week into $4.50. They've displaced Hawthorne, Hawthorne who are steady at five. Sydney at 550. North Melbourne at $7. Adelaide very much on the drift now. 13s out to 21s. And West Coast, 7s out to 8.50. What about the Brownlow market? Yeah, well, Patrick Dangerfield once again sits alone at the top of the market there. $4 on offer. Good move during the week for Luke Parker. 9s into $7. Joel Selwood a little easy. 9s out to 11s. And always in the market, the one and only Sam Mitchell, steady at $9. Now, we do have uh, some Group 1 racing this week, uh, this weekend. Firstly, Doom and, of course, the BTC Cup. A very open race, I would have thought. Yeah, two great Group 1s this weekend, and two moves significant have been made, and especially the BTC Cup. Japanese, me number 11, 440 into 340s. There's been some significant money wagered there. 
On the second line, number two, Sal Swoop, 420 out to 460. And number eight, Malaguira, who uh, blotted the copybook last start, but still a very popular horse. It's around that $6.50 mark where the punters have unloaded on Japanese mix. Yeah, probably better suited uh, back at this trip, I would have thought, uh, Malaguira for uh, Lee and Anthony Freeman. South Australian Derby Day today, and uh, I think Mick, Kent, quick, uh, Mick Kent's got uh, the favourite in the race. Yeah, and another big go. Charlevoix, 420 into 360. From number one, Howard B by name at five fifty, and Cool Chap and Tarquin on the third line at six dollars. Just, just trying to hold him together, that horse. Uh, What's Charlo? your best show of the weekend? Give us something, Cho. I think in the Derby. I think we'll go Howard B thy name. I think it can roll Charlevoix. Well played, man. Right, eh? No worries. And uh, the Cho, of course, these days rolls with Gary Sweet. They're going to have oh, a beer on Friday night. Of course they do. Hey, talk about yeah, life. Dr. Chris Brown, he'll be there. <laughs> yeah. The Cho and Gary Sweet, uh, magnificent. Uh, thanks, Cho. There he goes, uh, the Cho Show. Uh, Bit better at Ladbrokes. This is Off the Bench, right around the nation.